Now, Glenn tells me that <laughs> he tried to record his audio like we normally do and that it didn't record. And he said to me, what I should do is release my audio from this week and his audio from last week. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to use the Skype audio that I've recorded in our second attempt at this episode and give you the whole episode. And then just for silliness, we are going to have a second episode of the podcast with my audio from this week and his audio from last week. I think it's a crazy idea, but Glenn wanted me to do it. So, yeah, <laughs> here we go. This is Shutters Inc. with Bruce Williams and Glenn Lavender. Hi, and welcome to episode 487, version 2.0. We are living Groundhog Day of Shutters Inc. This is Bruce Williams from ShuttersIncPodcast.com, and joining me from Victoria, once again, Mr. Glenn Lavender from CreativePhotoWorkshops.com.au. Ready to do it all again? Well, I've already done my half, and you've got my half, so I'm just going to sit here quietly. You say your bits and dub in my bits that I already recorded. Uh, if only it was that simple. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So anyway, <laughs> in the four days since we uh, last recorded this episode, what have you been up to? Well, the kids went back to school today. Nice. And that was bizarre. That was, oh, it was, but it was bizarre as. Yeah, it was like... <laughs> as in the house was quiet? No, but just, just in, the, the, in the, the concept of thinking about getting ready to go back. Yeah. Yeah, the, getting school bags ready and lunch boxes and, <laughs> you know, it's, 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 it's like we've just finished yeah, an eight-month school holiday. Yeah, right. You know? And suddenly you've got to get back into the routine. Yeah, oh, damn, where are the kids' shoes? Oh, do they still fit in their shoes? Oh, well, <laughs> yeah, everything, yeah, because nothing's open. So if they don't fit into their shoes, yeah. as an example, yeah. you can't buy any more shoes. You, yeah. know? you can't go to the shop and pick it up, yeah, yeah. But, for example, my youngest, she'd grown out of her, her long pants for school. Right. And we ordered them before COVID, and they're still not because the place is closed. Yeah, right. It's not available. So uh, it's only available from one place. So wow. It, so here we are, you know, six months later, she still hasn't got her pants. <laughs> Fortunately, she can wear a dress, but, you know, yeah. if it was a cold day or whatever, it's not as much fun. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, that's kind of bizarre. And then taking them to school and then organising pick-up times and, <laughs> yeah. And, of course, and it, of course, it's it's, it's weird drop-offs because they've got to be dropped off into, a, into queues, all mask-wearing. They're all checked before they're allowed in. They can't just walk into school. No adults are allowed on the school grounds. So you oh, can't take wow. the kids into also, yeah, so kids the kids line up at certain gates at certain times and they're all inspected before they go in and all this sort of stuff. Oy, you know? oy, oy. Yeah, so it's it's quite, yeah, yeah even down to like for the, my eldest who's in high school, uh, they have locker protocols as to who can go to the locker when oh, to get wow. their bag or whatever because you can't all congregate around the lockers. Yeah, right. Yeah, so that's so it's all <laughs> learning all that sort of stuff. It's been a real, yeah, a real challenge. And then, yeah. They're gone. Cats were gone nuts today. The cats are strong on they're like, what the hell are they? Where, where, what have you done with them? I know you yell at them a lot, but maybe you've had enough of them. You know, you kicked them out. And then when I went out, I went out to go do some shopping, you know, mm -hmm. some grocery shopping, and I came back and the cats gave me this filthy look like, well, I thought you were going to get them. And they're still not with you. Yeah. So, um, 
bit, a bit bizarre. Yeah, right. So yeah, it's it's just you know getting into all that concept and routine of school and picking them up and and then of course yeah we had all this comes home she's got homework now she also has six months eight months of no homework for the eldest <laughs> because she's been doing all the work at home yeah. now she's going to do a full day school and do more work at home it's like hang on yeah how did they manage to do eight months <laughs> right? eight months working at home and not have to do homework and now they're there all day long and you still can't fit it in yeah like, yeah it's just homework's just an excuse for giving them more stuff to do you know yeah it totally oh, it is. is. I mean, there's no, yeah. Uh, uh, the, the the way I see schools going is is um, homework is actually. I mean, school hours would be a lot less. Yeah, you'll study you'll study and teach yourself at home. Yeah, as schools for marking, correcting, yeah. and changing direction. You know, but you'll actually go home and you'll watch videos. You'll you know you'll do online learning. Yeah, uh, but schools really only for correcting and for for you know, giving direction and stuff. Yeah, you know? yeah, right. That's, that's, that's my vision of the, 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 the upcoming future. So Yeah, sounds about right. Uh, and, yeah, as, as, and, and, yeah, the problem is if you're relying on the internet to teach your stuff, you're in deep, deep trouble. <laughs> you could be watching the right video. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, anyway. and, and, you know, and God forbid the day when your internet fails you. Well, exactly. That's you, you can think about that, you know. If it's it's you can't get online, and yeah, that happened many times during Zoom calls with the kids, yeah, non-school and stuff. It's like, yeah. yeah. Well, I, you know, we we constantly hear talk of how, you know, the the next wars will be cyber wars. You know, where you have foreign states interfering with the infrastructure of you know your own country you know if if that kind of thing came into play then you could have some foreign country decide well we're going to screw with your country's internet and and suddenly everything falls apart like because it's not just school it's business it's financial transactions it's everything (laughs) you know yeah yeah anyway So, so, anyway, so that's that's what's kind of all. And we do lots of cooking, but out the garden, nice. Our seedlings are growing, so the kids are happy. Their, their little plants start to grow. Tonight, we uh, uh, the, my youngest was doing gardening as a part of his cubs tonight. Hmm. I, I was using spring onions in dinner tonight. I made sanchoy bao for dinner tonight. Oh, love and sanchoy bao. I have a good sanchoy bao. So made that all from scratch. Made the sauce, the whole. I'm really nice. nice but I rigged up this thing with using a Tupperware container. Yeah. Two bamboo kebab sticks. Right. And about a dozen or so rubber bands. Yeah. <laughs> so you put the bamboo, you put put the uh, the Tupperware down, the bamboo sticks two uh, across, lengthwise across the, the container. So is this There's a square bit. Tupperware container? Oh, rectangle, but it doesn't really matter what shape. Right. Just not too deep, not, not a really massive big one. Then uh, rubber bands in groups of two all the way down the um, the skewers, mm-hmm. yeah, that A, holds the skewers to the the away, but also uh, keep the keep and then you pull the rubber bands apart and the um, the bamboo skewers apart and put the bottom of the spring onion in it. So, and then that all clips together. So, the, so the bamboo poles and the rubber bands hold it together in a, in a little vice. Oh, okay. And all the roots and all the roots dangle down into the pot. Right. You then just fill that pot with water, and the damn things start growing within days. Oh yeah. Oh so, yes, so, they will grow so rigged, hydroponically. I've, I've, absolutely. I've rigged, I've rigged this just long pole of bamboo. <laughs> 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 and so, oh, no, that's just the most creative I've been in about eight months. <laughs> it's <laughs> nice. pretty good. Right? I even took a photo of it. Yeah, I? right. 
um, so that's that's going to be a bit, a bit of fun for the kids to watch grow and stuff. So yeah. So so basically, what you've made is a grid over the yeah. top of the Tupperware container. All right. Nice. And the, the the spring onion bases are skewered between, uh, uh, held tight between the two sticks and the two rubber bands, which make like a little square, a yep. little vice square vice, and just pins them together. Cool. The roots dangled down beautifully. Job done. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I'm to market that. Because yeah. I, I quite often will... You know, when I when we use spring onions, is I will keep like the last inch of the you know above yeah. above the root, yeah. And I'll generally put it in a little dish with some water just for a couple of days yeah. until it shoots again, and then go out and plant it in the garden. Yeah, yeah. and uh, and of course they, this is the same thing but prettier. Yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> it looks really cool. Yeah, you know? absolutely. <laughs> and I'm sure you can sell it for five bucks. Yeah, it costs sure. you six or seven to make. But, um, <laughs> if you don't sell too many, you won't go bankrupt too quickly. Um, but yeah, you know, that looks it, it, just as, as a thing for a kid to watch grow. It's it's pretty darn visual and yeah, and it's sort of it's almost like if you get like translucent bamboo sticks, there's you know, little, little yeah, you know, translucent plastic sticks and translucent rubber bands. It'd be like they're floating in midair. Oh, okay. <laughs> pretty cool. <laughs> awesome. So, yeah, so that's that's been my adventures in the last four days, and I guess you just but, but I guess because no one knows for the week before that, uh, I did nothing as well because <laughs> you know, um, yeah, we didn't because we recorded and you asked me what I did on Thursday, yeah, and I said nothing but all the above except for the school, yeah, and I didn't do the spring onions, admittedly, uh, <laughs> and then I said then I then if I recall correctly, I said and Bruce. How's that new bike of yours? <laughs> to which to I which said, you responded, yes. fantastic. I love it. I should have listened to my my version of the podcast to hear what things I said, <laughs> so I could say them to you. I should just hit. I could just hit play. <laughs> so Bruce, you know, so Bruce, how's that new bike? Or, <laughs> if I remember, if I remember correctly, yeah. I. Started the <laughs> show speaking <laughs> like this because my internet was pretty slow last week, so I figured <laughs> to give more time for the words to get up. That's right. <laughs> but this week it's it's back to normal speed, so I can talk normally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How's that new you Mate, it's great. <laughs> Is it really? It is. And my mate James and I actually got away. I, I, I had a psychic vision. Yeah. Forget about your mate James. I had yeah. a psychic vision yeah. that your windscreen's not quite high enough. <laughs> that is correct. <laughs> I'm not barking up the wrong tree there. No. Tell me. Explain this to me, Bruce. Should you, does that force you to lean further forward? Well... <laughs> That's that sort of defeats the purpose of having a touring bike. Oh, doesn't having a short windscreen also defeat the purpose of having a touring <laughs> yes, bike? Yes, it does. <laughs> See, the thing is that that's the, a whole new joke. From I didn't use that joke last week. That's pretty good. <laughs> See, the Triumph was just a straight tourer. Yeah, the Yamaha is classed as a sports tourer. Oh, and so, so be, yeah, the, the 
quote-unquote sports nature of that means that the stock windscreen is shorter. I've actually got the Touring windscreen on it, which is taller than the stock windscreen, but the Touring windscreen is still not as high as the windscreen on the Triumph. Uh-huh. So... But you know what? I'm 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 getting used to it. I mean, I've had a couple of weeks with it now, and I'm just kind of going, yeah, okay, it is what it is. Just make, just make your ears flap in the wind. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> so, so ears flapping to get down the road. That's it. That's exactly hmm. how it is. <laughs> Not embarrassing at all, was it? <laughs> no. and, yeah. so, couldn't you get like like an extension windscreen? Well, you can. No, blew a bit of plastic. Cut no. up some empty two-liter Coke bottles. <laughs> there you Super go. Super glue them to the top of the windscreen. And actually use the curve of the inside of the Coke bottle as like a scoop <laughs> to push the air forwards. Away you, should from cre- you should create a YouTube channel for this stuff, mate. <laughs> I'll tell you what, it's two tonight. Spring onions, Coke bottles. Oh, dear. As, dear. Uh, has the, the, my, one of my favourite TV shows of all time was a show called The Red Green Show, and oh. their two main slogans were, uh, if women don't find you handsome, they should at least find you handy, <laughs> which is pretty good, and uh, any tool can be the right tool. Right. <laughs> it's their two, two main slogans for the show. I've never and heard of The Red We're inventing stuff. They, they did some fabulous inventions on this show. Right. But they, they've got X, you know, the X-Wing doors on a car that can lift oh, up yeah, like, yep. you know, like a well, they that out of yep. normal uh, that's in a, a normal sedan's car into x-wing by screwing a uh, garage door opener system <laughs> through the roof of the car <laughs> and some chains and it pulled the doors up and, yeah <laughs> x-wing stuff pretty clever you know same thing coca-cola bottle windscreen what era was this show produced in this would be the 90s oh okay as canadian explains a fair bit <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's there's two fabulous. If you've never seen two fabulous Canadian shows, probably only two, but yeah, the Red Green Show and there's episodes available on the YouTube, yeah. people, and Corner Gas, right, which is a gas station in the middle of Saskatchewan, in the middle of Redland, right. in some small nothing town called Dog River. Oh, and, okay. Uh, it, it has the ubiquitous, the, the, not the ubiquitous is the wrong word, it has the unique status as being the only sitcom in the world that went over X amount of episodes that had every member of the cast stay from episode one to episode whatever it ends. It was like five seasons or something. Wow. And were in every single episode. Wow. So every, every, every cast member was in every single episode and they were in the show from beginning to end. Wow. Which is quite, uh, quite unique. Yeah. So, yeah. So, so anyway, Corner Gas, if, you, if, you've, if you've run out of stuff to, to watch, it's... it's uh, Sounds a, sounds a bit like Northern Exposure in a way. You know, it's got a bit of Northern Exposure to it, but uh, better. Right, okay. <laughs> I mean, not Stupid. that I ever saw yeah. Northern Exposure, but I know everyone really? raved about it at the time. It's a good show. Yeah, well, yeah, I think it started out good and went downhill. I mean, I think the first couple of seasons were pretty strong. Right. But I think it didn't age well. I think if you went back and looked at it now... So it ended up as Southern Exposure. Yeah, I think it's, it's a bit, went, it's a bit, went down a bit dated in style, though. <laughs> right. You know, you know, some shows. You go back and watch Seinfeld. Yeah, it it doesn't seem too dated. Yeah, you know, there's sure there's stuff like there's not internet and yeah. mobile phones. Yeah, 
but the the clothing, the overall feel doesn't feel like it was filmed thirty years ago. Yeah, right. Which is getting close. Which is getting close too. That's pretty scary. Um, I know, isn't it? You know? <laughs> um, whereas something like yeah, Northern Exposure, it feels like it was shot in the seventies. Now, if you look at it, right? You know? Okay. As as like you watch Dynasty or Dynasty, as some people like to call it, yeah, or. Um, yeah, any of those long-running soap operas, and yeah, anything from even like ten years ago seems like it was shot thirty years ago. Well, of course, Dynasty was forty years ago. I know, I know. <laughs> it's pretty frightening. <laughs> Dynasty, you call it Dynasty, we call it Dynasty. Okay, uh, is is the uh, famous line from Kiss? <laughs> right. They had an album called uh, Dynasty. Dynasty. Yeah, but of course, they called it to them. It was Dynasty because in America, right it's, now it's Dynasty. Yeah. Uh, so I remember seeing them live, and the line was, you call it dynasty, we call it dynasty, either way it sucks. No, not, <laughs> I may be paraphrasing. Just got <laughs> oh, my ass. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so how's the bike? It's good, mate. Really? It's great. Loving it. Thanks. And so did I hear you going way soon? <laughs> we are. This weekend yeah. coming. Which is why to... we're recording on a Monday night instead of a Thursday night. Well, we weren't going to record at all. No. But then I thought, oh, it's, it's going to be a bit rough if we skip two two weeks. So I thought, well, if we can record early this week, uh, it gives me, you know, the next couple of nights to finish the editing and the mixing and the show notes and, and get it all up on the website and ready to release automatically on Sunday. And then, you know, I Unless can be... Unless you a... to press the button like you did the other yeah. one. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> so. so here's the thing, though, Bruce. Yeah, you got to stuff over the listenership. Hey, because well, you told them they're going to have two weeks off on Facebook, and they've got. <laughs> you can hear the collective sigh of several breaths <laughs> of relief, and now they're going to bloody things going to pop up in their feet. Oh no, I've got to listen to that now because I mean it's probably some sort of court order. Right. Some sort of punishment. They have to, yeah, okay, you're, yeah, yeah, okay, so you, you haven't paid four years of parking fines, uh, 300 uh, different individual speeding tickets. Uh, we sentence you to Soda Zinc. <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you know, that's it, you know. And yeah. now they've thought they're on bail for a week, and now bang. Yeah, there oh, you go. Phone going. Oh, look at that. Oh, it's bloody, um, bloody speaking Carl of Hemmings. It's Carl Hemmings on the phone just sending a, <laughs> a message through. Because he said it to me as well. There he goes. Uh, some, a long way up on Apple TV. Yes, that's the new uh, oh, motorbike you and thing. McGregor and Charlie guy. Borman. Yes. They're the ones. And by that guy, I mean those guys. Yeah. I've so seen the other three series they've done. So there was, there was uh, Long so Way Round. Well, long Way Up. The other one was not quite so far up. <laughs> Uh, only a little bit up, and the other one was just called Up. There was Long Way Round, where they went yeah. from London to New York via Europe and then Alaska and Canada and down to New York. Uh, then they did Long Way Down, which started at St. John of Groats in the north of Scotland, and they went all the way to Cape Town in South Africa. Oh, that's rubbish. Yeah, there's no road from bloody Yorkshire to <laughs> Scotland to Cape Town. They did. Uh, and then they, what was the, the next one they did? They did something else. The long way to the shop? <laughs> if you want a sausage roll, yeah. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so I'm looking forward to this. It's a trouble it's on Apple TV, but uh, yeah. I'm sure it'll be on DVD eventually, or Blu-ray. Yeah, I'm sure. Some, so, or some pirate 
download option. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Carl sent me the thing only five minutes before we started recording about the Springsteen documentary, which comes out next week. And again, it's going up on Apple Plus. And, uh, oh. and he said, oh, made for you. And I said, yeah, mongrels, it's like they are just asking for it to be pirated. I'll watch it the next day on YouTube. <laughs> Because I'm sure someone will pirate it and put it on YouTube. So. Or you just you just get the seven day free trial, watch it, and <laughs> disconnect. Yeah, maybe. And then you have to remember to do it to turn yeah, it off. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, it's so a anyway. thing. <laughs> so how's your bike? Bike's great. Well, it's like deja vu all over again, it isn't it? It is. That's a John Fogarty song. Really? Actually, I think it's a John Fogarty my album. If I'm my not... bike is like a highway, <laughs> and I'm going to ride it all night long. <laughs> what? <laughs> now I'm pretty sure John Fogarty had an album called Deja Vu All Over Again. I see a bad biker rising. That's the one. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> oh, oh, oh dear. So yeah, so we're going away this weekend. We off then. So we're going to leave Sydney Saturday morning, and we're going to go to Parks via Goulburn. So it'll be about... That's not where you're going the other way. That's not what you said last week. I'm pretty sure it is. I just probably didn't make it as clear. I think you you waffled on in more more detail than I needed to know, and this week you succincted it. Right. And I'd just like to thank you for that. About a 900k weekend, so... That'd so let me uh, nine hundred k. So if I re- if I recall correctly, uh, uh, you said nine hundred k weekend. I said I'm allowed to go five k a day. That's right. Uh, but that's five k there and five k back. So it's ten k a day. So therefore, I needed to go for like uh, how many days? Three months. Twenty days. Ninety, 90 days. Ninety. A lot of days. <laughs> ninety days. That's it. That's so three months. That sort of distance. <sighs> <laughs> I remember going outside. Yeah. I've just ordered a bunch of T-shirts okay. online tonight because you can't go. There's no shops open because you can't go. So I told, and there's two I was tempted to buy it. Uh, one just had 2020 and a one out of five star rating and said, uh, "Don't even think it. Don't, do not consider. Not worth the effort." Kind of thing. <laughs> right. um, yeah, very poor rating. Yep. And the other one was uh, something else um, that was relating to what it was we were talking about when I started talking that I've now forgotten. Right. Fantastic. It was good. Excellent. Yeah. <laughs> when it comes back to you, you let us know. Oh, probably not. Okay. You see, a bit of mystery. A bit of mystery. It's good. You know? Right. <laughs> this is why I said you should have uploaded last week's episode of just my voice record, because I, I recorded separately <laughs> to Bruce, so mine wasn't corrupted. There's the mystery of what the hell was Bruce saying that made him say that. <laughs> Did you see my response on Facebook? Did you? No, I don't see. Did I, no. <laughs> I said, that's, that's just I what this podcast social media needs. Very much More lately, cowbell. So. What was that? Cowbells? <laughs> so I said, that's just what this podcast needs. More cowbell. <laughs> What's a cowbell? Oh, you're kidding me. You're telling me you don't get the reference? You have to get the reference. <laughs> I don't get the reference. What, what are you talking about? If it's a, if it's a bloody spring spot. Spring <laughs> no. More cowbell. Uh, oh my god are you serious yep oh wow oh wow everybody everybody has to pay out on glenn for this for what (laughs) 
for not understanding the, sort of the more that you get no <laughs> the more cowbell reference <laughs> saturday night live christopher walken oh, playing the role of bruce dickinson producing blue oyster cult playing um here comes the uh, what's was the reaper oh what's the name of the song don't fear the reaper that's the one thank you and all three See, i get genuine cultural reference <laughs> not your practice of your about. i can't believe you've never seen that skit i don't watch saturday night live oh. i've never liked it oh jeez that is yeah, the, fact, that the, is look, sad that is really it's, sad it's 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 uh, i've never i've never got now, I've seen bits of humour occasionally in Saturday Night Live, but every skit people are going to see this one's like, <laughs> yeah, no. The, 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 if you want to see genuine, genuine, hilarious humour, is um, The Wrong Show. Okay. <laughs> it's, um, I think it's called The Wrong Show. I can't remember. I'm watching it at the moment. I can't remember what it's called. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a live action play. So it's a play that's actually performed live in front of a live audience every week. Okay. Uh, they do a different play. Uh, so let me just get rid of me. I'm just pulling up my thing and see, make sure I've got what it's called properly. Uh, watch next. Uh, uh, the Goes Wrong Show. There we are. Right. And everything goes wrong through the show. So okay. stuff, either they've built the set wrong or there's been, they made a mistake in this or it, every week's on different stuff. And I'll tell you, you've never laughed so much in your life. I mean, literally, my wife, who you know, she smiled at me once, and the the, you know, the world's been ended. I mean, can't stop laughing. She had tears last night. She couldn't breathe from laughing so much. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's hilarious. The goes wrong, and that, it's actually there used to be a stage show. They used to travel around the world doing this thing live. Right. And when like like they'd build a set accidentally upside down. The, the builders that are built upside or, or sideways, and they had to act the entire episode. On the side of the stone. <laughs> so pass me the drink, will you? And of course, everything just. And the, the, one, one of them was last night. One of the rooms, um, the father, the father was dying in his hospital bed. In it, was, it had a hospital bed in his bedroom, but they built the room upside down by mistake. Right. So he's laying in this hospital bed, holding on for dear life to not to not plummet. <laughs> they have to stand upside down. <laughs> Uh, so with their hair hanging down, and and, he, and the father's going, I'm not sure how much longer I can hold on. I'm going, <laughs> I'm going. He lets go, and he falls. He literally falls, goes straight through the roof, which is the floor. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, it's just freaking hilarious. And there's there's just so many different different things they've invented. So that's on in Australia. That's on um, Prime, uh, Amazon Prime oh, yeah. Video. Yep. So if you get a chance to see that, anybody, that's. That's not Alicia Saturday Night Live for dead. <laughs> dead. Okay. So Bruce Springsteen's got a documentary believe... coming. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Because there's a new album out next Friday called Letter really? to You. Yep. See, all of a sudden I've been seeing Seinfeld everywhere and interviews on TV shows. And hang on, so <laughs> just saw the book announced. <laughs> right. so, whenever these people pop their heads out, something's going on. New yeah. record, new book. Yep. Yeah. Um, Yep. So the day the album comes out, the doco comes out on uh, Apple Plus, and he's also doing an appearance on the Graham Norton show. Ah. Yeah. So there you go. But um, yeah, they recorded the entire album in four days. Wow. No overdubs. Man. Uh, See, my mate, my mate Gord Downey, my favourite, he, he just did the same thing. Right. Uh, but he was three months from death. 
Right. And, and, and he couldn't, he, and he can't, couldn't remember lyrics anymore and he couldn't hardly stand. Yep. And they dragged him to the studio and propped him up in front of a microphone and recorded an album, ten, a 10-song album that they wrote that week, yep. recorded that weekend, and I think nine weeks later he was dead. Wow. So, <laughs> so stick that up here, Bruce. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's, so it's got kind of like a, 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 a live vibe they, they reckon of. it's the the first time they've done an album like this since i think it was like the river in 1980 so good. i like the river the, yeah. the album the song yeah. the song was good yeah. you know oh, um, the album's great yeah so it'll yeah. be it'll be good the first two singles they've released are both corkers so yeah but I, I like if i was a musician you know i think i would like that kind of you know recording style yeah the nat- everyone playing natural. live yeah yeah yeah, exactly. And then when you went to play it live, you know, you'd be able to say, well, yeah, this is it's much easier to replicate yes. because it's the reality. That's you know? right. Yep. Like Eddie Van Halen died this week. He did? He did, yeah, Eddie Van Halen. But he, he would sit, and, and I was listening to an interview with David Lee Roth, and he said, well, what Eddie would do, he'd go in the studio, he'd record like 20 or 30 minutes of just crazy-ass guitar sounds. Right. Then he'd go in with the producer, listen to it all, cut little bits out, stick them together, yeah, rearrange right. them, and go, yeah, there's the solo. Then he'd just go and figure out how to play the damn thing, because none of it was yeah. any logical order, because yeah, it right. was just random. Yeah, which is why his sound was quite different, because it was right. not anyone would ever play guitar. So that's, I mean, compared to the way Bruce is doing this, it's it's natural, it's real, it's it's genuine music, and, you yeah. know, um, yeah. So when I, when I become a, a big uh, recording artist yeah. in my next life, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm going to do it all natural. Nice. All in the nude. <laughs> yeah, right. Just do well, audio see, when, when, uh, I like the, the band Bare Naked Ladies, so that's kind of pretty close to All Natural. Right. Yeah. I'd like to break into the podcast briefly to mention that we now have a Patreon account. If you get any value at all from our photographic giggle fest each week, we'd really appreciate it if you could spare a couple of bucks a month just to help keep the servers running. The link will be in the show notes. Much appreciated. Now, back to the podcast. Do we have anything photographic to talk about? We, we're just we're, yeah, yeah, we've got all the stuff that we had last week. Oh, I've talked about that once. Yeah, Was there anything well, good? We've got to do it again because no one's well, you, heard you it. You start. You okay. tell, tell, tell me your stuff again. All right. So first up, I had Nikon finally gives up on film. They have discontinued the F6 what? SLR. Did they? Yes, they did. Gosh. Well, at least in Germany. Put it that way. Now, we did mention in our first attempt at recording this podcast that maybe there's some correlation between this and the product recall that they did, well, what, six months ago, maybe? Would it be six months ago? Yeah, yeah it was this year. I mean, this year's yeah. been a long year. <laughs> it has been a very long yeah. year. Uh, so, you know, maybe maybe there is some correlation there between, you know, the fact that they did this product recall because of some of the plastics that were used in the construction That's of the right. F6. That's right. There's some, some chemical imbalances. Yeah, on something them. like that. Yeah. Um, so maybe it was a case of, oh, we don't have enough stock to replace everybody's existing F6, so maybe we'll just discontinue it. I don't know if that is the story or if there's more to this than than just yeah. that but um yeah so they've announced that uh in germany at least they are retiring the f6 along with a, a few other products so uh, 
we'll put the uh, the link in the show notes for anyone that wants to follow up on that. That was a good camera, though, the F6. I did like that camera. That was a... Really? You're oh, a, a cannon shooter. Facts. I'm not biased towards brand names. Oh. I hate Sony. <laughs> no. no, that Nikon F6 was, was stunning. Well, I, I like Nikon cameras. I mean, I think the, the D700 was, and, the, and all the ilks beyond that, fabulous cameras, yeah. I love the colour coming out of them, yeah. No did, problem you, can't with... did you ever find it challenging shifting between Canon and Nikon with the, you know, the focus pull going in the wrong direction? Uh, it takes a little bit of getting used to, but not really. Okay. Yeah. And, yeah, um, yeah I mean, but I've... I, I used to shoot Nikon. Because you know that it's Canon that's backward, like everyone else does it the other way. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Okay. Doesn't matter, yeah. No, I've got a lot of time for Nikon cameras. I think the colour's lovely out of them. Yeah, yeah. So it's not biased against anybody. I mean, it's not the tools, the tool you're using, as I always say. For sure, yeah. The only reason I'm I'm a little anti-Sony, and it's not really genuinely anti, it's just... I don't like the feel of them. Right. And the menus suck. Right. But I'm sure both but, of those but like are anything, that's, that's something you get used to. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, I can intuitively jump onto a, 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 a Sony, uh, sorry, a Nikon. Even an Olympus's menus kind of suck too, but I can, I can reasonably intuitively jump onto an Olympus. Yeah. Fuji's not too much of a problem. Yeah, just Sony, are they? If they came and gave me some and said, we'd love you to just use them, I'd, I'd happily shoot with it because the camera doesn't matter, you know? Yeah. I've shot some lovely shots with the Sony camera. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, with, I've, I've, the ace, when I was shooting for the um, Tamron's catalogs, so they've got some lovely shots. And, yeah. Yeah. I've shot some lovely shots of my eldest daughter with it too. Beautiful shots. Some of my favourite shots, but that's not the box. It's the lighting, the situation, yeah, the environment, yeah, the clothing, the makeup, the hair, the whatever for the people you're shooting. Yeah. So, yeah, it would look. It probably would look good on a phone. I just don't know what it is you find unusual about the menu on the Sony because it seems like a logical layout to me. Uh. And in and in Sony's defence, they've inherited that from Minolta. Like they they haven't changed that menu a whole lot from what Minolta was doing when they produced you know their handful of digital SLRs before they sold everything to Sony. But anyway, there you go. Uh, next thing was uh, an introduction to working with layers in Affinity Photo. Now I don't suppose for anybody who's used Photoshop that you're necessarily going to need instructions on how to work with layers in a different piece of software because if you've used Photoshop and you then fired up Affinity Photo, you'd probably go, well, this is a pretty similar layout and it'll probably all make sense anyway. But I thought I'd include it. This was on digitalphotographyschool.com and uh, I've got to say, if, if I could get Affinity Photo to run on Linux, I'd be yeah. all over it. I'd be all, all over, it, like, over it, like a pig in poop. Oh. Yep. Um, GIMP is okay, but it just lacks some... What's wrong with your Darktable? No, 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 no. So, so Darktable is like Lightroom. It's yeah. not like Photoshop. It's it's not uh, for multi-layered compositing. Uh, for that, you, you go with GIMP uh, uh, or Critter. But like I said, if I could get Affinity Photo running on Linux, I'd be all over it. So, uh, having having used some of the other software from Serif, Serif, however you pronounce it, uh, the company that produces I think it, was it, Omar, Omar Serif. 
There you go. Show me age there. There you go. Audio. Uh, yeah, I, I can wholeheartedly attest to the quality of the, the software that those guys produce. I've used some of their desktop publishing stuff in the past, uh, and I have no doubt that Affinity Photo would be a spectacular piece of software hmm. in the vein of Photoshop. So, yeah, so anyway, I thought I'd throw that in there for anyone that wanted to check that out. Uh, next Gosh. up, NVIDIA has developed neural networks that could revolutionize video streaming. This is basically a different type of compression algorithm for transmitting video and it seems that in these very early days of this technology, they're focusing mainly on headshot videos, you know, like Skype calls, Zoom calls, that sort of thing. And basically what they've been able to do is achieve a similar video quality as, as a 9 kilobit per second zoom stream, by, but only using 0.1 of a kilobit per second on that stream. So it's around about a 100x uh, reduction in data for the same quality and the video that they've got on the uh, the page that I'll link to in the show notes shows the comparison of the two technologies with the you know 100x reduction in uh, data being required to be transferred and then it has two videos that are both done at the 0.1 of a kilobit per second uh, compression ratio so that you see the difference between, you know, today's H.264 algorithm versus this neural network uh, technology. And obviously, you know, today's standard of video compression just does not stand up to that sort of data reduction at all. So, yeah, very interesting. I've got a better solution. What's that? Just make the internet faster. Yeah. And bigger. Make it more bigger. There you go. And more faster. Add more pipes. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. You know? But, but the, the funnel that comes into my house, just make it bigger. Yeah. So more stuff pours in. You know, yeah. the internet's what, a series that, is that of tubes, those, Is that what those 55,000 satellites going to space are supposed yes. to be called? Elon Musk's Starlink, yeah. There you go. So, I mean, why bother compressing when you just download <laughs> it from space? There you go. Yes. Uh, yeah, I think I'm up, up the wrong tree. Yes, there you go. Uh, the next up, JIP is killing off the Olympus brand name as part of the new deal. They've, they, they'll tell you what, the Olympus owners must feel gypped. Oh, yeah. Yeah, need to get it. Gyp, JIP, JIP. Uh, <laughs> boom, boom. Oh, 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 oh. So that's another new joke that wasn't used last week. There you go. See, it was totally worth doing it again. Two in one night. <laughs> no, not really. <laughs> they're doing what now? Well, basically, they're going to continue selling Olympus cameras, but they're not going to yeah, have yeah. the Olympus brand on them. Oh, so this kind of, well, there's speculation you that, you know, we've known sort of that JIP has a bit of a history as being one of these chop shop companies. They buy companies that are in distress, then chop them up and sell off the bits and hope to make a profit in the process. Well, maybe they'll buy my company. (laughs) There you go. Never know your luck. Uh, And so the theory is that, you know, of all the things to have not secured the rights to 
the name of the company would seem like a serious omission you know in terms of the right to continue producing the cameras and have the olympus name on them so sort of you know lends a bit of credence to the idea that maybe it is just a a move to chop up the company and sell off the bits for whatever they can make from it so i guess we'll have to wait and see idiots it's only if they, bought, if they bought the company and didn't buy such a significant thing that you could sell later. <laughs> but, yeah, what, what would Olympus call themselves if they sold their name? I don't know. Exactly. Well, I think I think JIP is going to have them as OM Digital Solutions Corporation. Yeah. That yeah, just that's rolls sexy, off the tongue. <laughs> sexy Absolutely as. Sexy. You know what? Here's, here's a... Here's a joke that I didn't say last week. Mm-hmm. They're going to have to start making bigger cameras, Bruce, so they can fit the whole name across the the prism. <laughs> there you go. Gosh, it works so much better the second time around. No, you know what they can do? What could they they do, can Bruce? just drop it back to just the initials, and then with their model numbers, yeah. it'll just be alphabet soup. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> It'll be O M D S C M D O X one. I saw something similar on in forever. one of our largest office supply stores was selling a, a camera that clips onto your phone, and it was something like whatever brand name it was, yeah. something something model six, version one point five <laughs> two. <laughs> 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 what the hell? Can you get can you get more complex than that? God. Oh dear. <laughs> See, I, I'm thinking that just using initials for everything is probably not going to work too well. No, yeah. I right. don't think so. Uh, and then Adam sent us a, a story that I quite enjoyed, and it was all about this guy from Adam. Yeah, from Adam. An enjoyable story from Adam. And it's about this guy who does wet plate printing, but he's using dirt from different countries around the world for the pigment. He's making dirty pictures. He's very much so making dirty pictures. It's very cool. Uh, And the video goes through the whole process, and the finished look is amazing uh i realized that you know i'm only seeing it through a compressed youtube video but even so when they do the close-up of the finished print it looks like a cibachrome e6 print or Hmm. or maybe even better just has that really nice glossy finish oh and and the the other thing that really blew me away about this about eight and a half minutes into the video they do a comparison zoomed right into the paper at, you know, sort of macro level to look at the resolution and they compare it with a 2300 DPI or 2800 DPI scan. Yeah. And this wet plate print just absolutely has so much more resolution than the 2800 DPI scan. And you just go, wow, that's phenomenal. So it's, 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 uh, it takes a little bit of time to make them, I'm it, assuming. Yes, he, it basically takes him a day to make a print. 
Uh, and as we mentioned in our version one of this podcast, the, the beauty of this process, I guess, is that every print would be unique. Yeah. Because uh, you could not guarantee a perfect replication every time. So it's, it's like genuine art, isn't it? Really, it it's, is. more, it's more art than, than it's not more art than photos, but it's it's a it's a, it's taking the art of photo to well, it's take, taking the photo to, printing to, to, to a very, very in-depth yeah. level. Yeah. yeah, man. So I really enjoyed the video. It's only I think it's only about ten or eleven minutes long in in total. So yeah, thank you, Adam. Okay, Adam, you've set the bar there now, dude. There you, you go. <laughs> Something moderately interesting and entertaining. Yeah, nothing, nothing less than that from now on, please. There you go. So what do you got on your list? Oh, I don't know. What did I talk about last week? You talked about. <laughs> <laughs> tell, tell me what I talked about and I'll add to it. Uh, Sony have just announced the release of the fifth generation LAEA adapters. Who cares, though, Bruce? Oh, no, it's pretty good. Why? They've probably have four versions of it. Why have we got a fifth one? How many people are still doing it? <laughs> I thought it was the first one last time. I thought, yeah, Bruce would be happy yeah. with this, but no, it turns out five in. <laughs> so, you know, never, what's five never let it be said that Glenn do? doesn't have his finger on the pulse. <laughs> <laughs> what does it do? But, what? I don't care. There's so few, but there's so few people using Sony A to E anyway that, you know, if they were even remotely interested, they probably already got one. Yeah. Realistically, if you're waiting, if you're five generations down the track of adapters yeah. and you haven't decided to do it. But know. honestly, Sony users are no different to Canon users who are no different to Nikon users. The moment there's something new on the market, there's a bunch of people lining up going, gimme, 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 take my money. That's not true. There's oh, a bunch of people on DP rubbish. Review or DP Review going about it on the forum going, oh, I've had four of these already and none work very well. <laughs> yeah, but, but uh, a friend of mine who, who's he's adapted uh, a piece of silica gel <laughs> to wedge between the lens and the adapter, and then uh, once you heat it to 470 degrees, the silica starts to dissolve into a liquid form. You squeeze that between the lens and uh, the adapter, and what happens is if you spin it at a revolution of 37 revs per minute anti-clockwise on a day that's less than 35 degrees temperature, uh, eventually, and you've got to spin it for about 47 and three-quarter minutes, you spin it, uh, once again, anti-clockwise, it starts to form another element between the two. It's a floating uh, uh, floating element of, of silicate, silicate glass, we like to call it. And what that will do to your photos, it will completely ruin them. <laughs> right. Okay, <laughs> Finished. <laughs> That's DP review, isn't it? <laughs> well, the four, the, the, the questions, the, the comment section, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, so, anyway. Now, does. if you did it for over 40 degrees, that's a different matter altogether. <laughs> a friend of mine had two of these. He used them as binoculars. So, yeah, that was boring. So, bullets. Some guys coming out with doing bullet time stuff yeah. with um, Raspberry Pi cameras. Cool. Which are kind of build-it-yourself cameras. They make your own yep. little computer boards with their own little camera elements you attach to it. And which in itself, I don't know if it's any good because I couldn't find any actual evidence of any photos he'd done with it because it didn't look that hard. Right. Uh, which I know is unlike me. Uh, but I did go down a bit of a rabbit hole looking at his stuff that he does with the really high-end stuff. And this guy shoots some pretty bloody amazing stuff. Right. So if you're, if you're bored and want to see some cool stuff, 
Okay. Go check out his stuff. I'll have to go and check out his Instagram. Well, I told you to last week, and it's a week later, and you still haven't done it, so it's not going to really happen, does it? <laughs> Maybe. What else have we got? <laughs> Canon. Canon and Nikon. Yeah. Looks like next year yeah. they're both going to be releasing pro top end versions of their mirrorless cameras. Right. So the R one for Canon and Z nine for Nikon. And and Sony will have a new flagship as well. Exactly. So what a year! What a year yeah. we've got out ahead of us. Something to yeah. I mean, and once again, whatever they come out with, that technology should in theory trickle down to the lower models at some point. So we've got some general. It's been a while since anything really truly difference happened i mean everyone's everyone's gone on about nikon z series the z62 and z72 when they're allowed they may have two camera card slits two memory card slots right Ooh, <laughs> you say you want a revolution it's, who cares you know yeah. i mean it's nice but they shouldn't have not had them in the first place um so it'd be nice to see some some truly groundbreaking maybe some ai stuff maybe some um yeah more internal editing capabilities to do yeah to because these screens are getting pretty darn good in the back of these cameras that you could maybe start doing some pretty interesting stuff on the back of the camera or have some yeah to build in um your whole range of, of presets that you could you know if you're shooting jpeg and raw and you could be assigning presets to your jpegs as you're shooting well, there's stuff that makes yeah. photos interesting again, you know? I don't know uh, what Nikon body it was, but a guy I worked with uh, when I was still at the Australian Radio Network, he had one of the top-end Nikon bodies, and if he shot RAW, he could then go back to the captured image in camera, alter the white balance, and then generate a new JPEG in camera yeah. with the altered white balance of the RAW file. I'd love to see that on more yeah, cameras. Exactly. There's, I mean, there's so much they could have. They, they, they should have seen the writing on the wall with apps yeah. on on mobile phones years ago and said, "Hey, you know, let's add some genuine interconnection, some genuine multiple capabilities. Make the damn thing not just a camera, but take some of the assets from phones." Yep. Uh, and, and and build that into the camera. Yeah, as I said, cause the screens are big enough and, and detailed enough these days. You can start doing some pretty cool stuff. Yeah. Straight in camera, but, you know, yep. they never did. Yeah. Mm. Anyway. Yeah. I, I think that was it. But anyway, I think the point of it was next year could be a really cool year for photo. Totally. Which is good. Totally. So, yeah. um, and I have been meaning to mention to you for really? over for over a month. <laughs> really? Yes. That I took you up on your challenge when Kath and I went on our two week road trip. Really? What was the challenge? To leave the vertical grip at home. Oh, okay. I'm bored already. But go on. <laughs> it was your challenge, and you're bored with it. <laughs> why did I? Ch- why did I challenge you? Uh, because we were talking about. You know, you said, you know, you really should have just bought the camera and not worried about the vertical grip until you absolutely felt the compulsion oh, yeah, that, that, to that, have that, it. That sounds like me. That's, that's good um, logic. That. And, yep. and so you suggested that I should, you know, leave the vertical grip at home and try shooting without it for a while and see yeah. how I felt. Uh, so I, I thought, okay, I'll do that. I will leave the vertical grip at home. And we went off on our two-week road trip and I did not have it with me. So I had to... Did you hate it? I did not. 
But I didn't shoot a whole lot of portrait orientation shots either. So, but I've not put it back on the camera since I got home. There you go. And admittedly, I still haven't shot many portrait orientation shots, but uh, but I must say, I've, I've kind of got used to the feel of the camera without it. Yeah, absolutely. And that's, that's a matter of, yeah, as you're saying with me, we had to get more acclimatised to the Sony. Yeah, maybe, yeah, it's the same thing. You've just got to use it more until you, until you get familiar with it. And- yeah. I mean, if I was going to do a shoot with a model where I thought I'd be shooting a lot of frames in portrait orientation... I think I'd probably would prefer to have it on there uh, just for the stability aspect. But I think for everyday shooting, the type of stuff that I do more often than not, yeah, I can live without it. I've been meaning to tell you that every episode we've done since we came back from our holiday. Are you going to be doing some shooting this weekend? Uh, I'm hoping to. I will certainly be taking the camera with me. I just don't know how much time we're going to have for stopping and taking shots. That is certainly the uh, the hope is that I will get to take some shots whilst we're out. Yeah, yeah. So let you know next week. Well, as in, as long as you don't stuff up the audio recording, I'm sure they'll, they'll be pleased to hear. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> well, you have a lovely holiday. We'll do, matey. Trip weekend yep. away. Yep. Yeah. Think of all of all of us who aren't allowed to out. Yep. And laugh at us. And giggle and stuff. For sure. And um, and we'll talk to you next week. Will do. Awesome. Bye. Well, uh, what? I'd, I'd like to say it's almost been as much fun second time around as it was first time around. <laughs> I'd like to say that. Of course you would. <laughs> all right, mate. Talk to you next week. Bye, all. Bye. Shutters Inc. Another audio to you.com quality podcast. For questions, comments and feedback, email theboys at shuttersinpodcast.com. My week has been... Hi and welcome to episode 487, version 2.0. We are living Groundhog Day of Shutters Inc. This is Bruce Williams from ShuttersIncPodcast.com. And joining me from Victoria, once again, Mr. Glyn Lavender from CreativePhotoWorkshops.com.au. Internet is ready to do it all again. (laughs) And I want to give each word (laughs) a chance to upload before. (laughs) I start uh, if only it was that simple. Next <laughs> one. Uh, yeah. So anyway, so, up here in the four I days since we uh, last recorded this yes. episode, what have you been up to? See, clear <laughs> as a nice, bell, isn't it? There, <laughs> as in the yeah. house was quiet Go. and all. <laughs> You have to do, Bruce, is edit (laughs) out all the gaps. Yeah, right. (laughs) And suddenly you've got to get back into the routine. Uh, See, there's no commitment to the podcast, Bruce. That's your problem. (laughs) Just just no commitment to quality. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, no, commitment to longevity. It's about the, the best we'll give it. Oh, dear. Uh, no, right. I've had an okay week. It's been, yeah, lockdown, nothing. 
bit tired. Uh, lockdown, so nothing much has um, yeah, right. been happening. The kids did go back to school this week, but like homeschooling, so um, routine wow. changed a bit from the lazy do nothing at all. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Non, uh, up to year seven, going back on Monday. So both my kids go back to actual <laughs> school on Monday, which will be yeah, be it's bittersweet, you know. You'll you know you'll kind of miss them, but be glad to get rid of them. Yeah, same same kind of thing. Glad that it's somebody else's responsibility oh, wow. to teach them. Oh, of course, yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. Especially oy, yeah, my oy. eldest, who's you know, year seven, their yeah, first year of high school. Yeah, trying to form those friendships and yeah, and all that sort of stuff's been dis- disrupted so badly. So, um, oh wow, it's gonna be a bit tricky at a whole new school and stuff. So it'd be a bit of a yeah, right. Challenge. But my youngest just goes back and <laughs> she knows everybody already. So yeah, and it's a small school, so she knows literally everybody in the entire school. Versus my eldest in a huge school for the first time, so <laughs> a bit tougher for her. But uh, yeah, it'd be good to get them back and uh, free up some time for me to do even less. <laughs> Um, mm-hmm. No, I found it hard this week to do enough cooking <laughs> because you know, having to teach the kids has <laughs> made it hard to plan meals and, and to yeah you know, just get stuff done. Yeah, right. Because yeah, forever yeah you know, for a good six seven hours of the day you're busy teaching, so there's no time for yeah you know, shopping for food, preparing the food, yeah you know, all that sort of stuff. So. So that's been a bit of a challenge to my new cook more stuffs <laughs> stuff <laughs> yeah, philosophy. But I still managed. Yeah, we yeah. did some did lovely tonight. We did lovely uh, chicken pot pie with mint and yeah. potatoes. That was, that was <laughs> nice. And uh, last night we did uh, uh, Nana's shepherd's pie. Not my Nana, somebody else's Nana. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But done lots of variety during the week. We've done lots of lots of cool stuff. That's yeah. Been, but it, but it's it's it more totally taxing. is. To, it totally, to, yeah, is. I feel like I'm I'm spending my entire day either teaching or cooking, and so there's no, no downtime to the point where I went to bed, went to sleep last night at nine o'clock at night. Yeah, yeah, which yeah. is yeah. Normally I'm at two o'clock at night, two o'clock yeah. in the morning, go to bed, guy. Yeah, so nine o'clock is a significant change. So I'm normally two two till yeah. seven, but average every night sleep. I slept from nine till uh, yeah, right. seven, so. Yeah, it's like two nights in one, basically. Yeah, yeah so sounds about yeah, well, right. Well, no, I haven't felt any different, but uh, I'm sure my body appreciated. Yeah, uh, and <laughs> a couple of little bits of excitement uh, during yeah. the week. We had uh, we, we've been we've been yeah, nesting and, and, some. You know, um, God forbid the day when your internet fails you. I've been nesting. The, the, so we have the uh, in our outside <laughs> patio area. We have a uh, a. Um, a roof that that opens and closes mechanically. It goes, but yeah, it's, just, it's, it's slats. Yeah. Well, I, yeah, you know, know, we, we constantly hear so, talk but, of but how for the last three years, last you know, three the, the had, next um, wars a couple of will be cyber wars. Under there. You know, where you, know, you have and, foreign um, states interfering with the infrastructure each season we've of you know, your own country. Four. So they do two at a time. You know, if that kind of thing came into play, then you know, four birds. You could have some foreign country decide well, they're going to screw your country's internet. Yeah, they're hanging around, and suddenly everything falls apart because it's not just school; it's business, it's financial transactions, everything. And they moved the nest 
down anyway. a bit and it seemed a bit weird what was going on. <laughs> and I went out one afternoon and there was flies buzzing around. And nice. I was not good. And mum was off the nest, so I'd, I sort of creeped up. The kids wanted to know if they'd, if they'd hatched yet, you know. So I got up the ladder and, and leaned over taking the photo. I've looked at the photo and mm. there's these two dead chicks. Yeah, also sort of just got pushed off the nest. Oh, sort of off, I love sanctuary And what looked like a kind of a bit of a... A, a, an egg that's something that's nice. tried to break out of but not been else, not very successful i've gone oh no what's going on here yeah. and so i took a photo and broke the news to the kids that the, the chicks are dead you know and then i'm going to try right. to figure out well how do i get them out of this sort of gutter that's high than my, my yeah. land and i had to hold my phone up fairly high to be able to point down to see them right so i found i finally got the kids to bed and it's still enough daylight so i'm so gonna is go is this a square go tupperware container got this massive set of barbecue tongs and a, a right. bucket with a garbage bag i don't want to touch them i don't want to be i don't want to see them or smell them or anything yeah so i've got up and i've and i can just see i can just see mm-hmm. almost the birds but so i can kind of almost know where i'm going and i've put the tongs down bumped the side of obviously the nesty bit that, this, that they were on and this tiny little head goes <laughs> lifts up it's like oh, oh. closed eyes they're so newly born that his eyes hadn't even opened right but this little, this little golden oh, okay. head raised up and i thought shit they're alive they're alive so I, fortunately i hadn't done anything i just just oh yeah but if i hadn't looked oh yes absolutely sight unseen they would have been gone so it turns out they were like <laughs> this is like a week and a half ago the disaster one of them flew the nest yesterday they're already, they've already grown that fast that it's flying, and they're <laughs> nice. about to go each time. So we lost one of our birds yeah, right. up yesterday. He's been walking around, and um, we've got one more to go. They're like our little kids. Every, yeah. every year. We so so basically what you've made is a group over weeks the top of the shuttle container. Nice. But it's pretty. It's been great for the kids. Next, 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 uh, if they come back to hatch again this year, I'm going to put a, a little security camera up there and see if we're going to film them hatching, which would be kind of cool. Yep. So... That's that's that's, that's, that's a bit of excitement sure. uh, excitement for the week. Yeah, not particularly awesome. uh, not particularly exciting. <laughs> but yeah, when you're locked in a house, for, you know, same I will say though today. I quite often Thursday, will, October, the you know, whatever. When, I, when we use spring I onions, say, I, is, I will keep like the last inch of the and not you know, only above, above the roof, but it's like and I'll generally. Midnight. You know, put yeah, it in a little dish with some water just for a couple July, of days until it shoots again, and, and then go out and plant it in the garden. October. Anyway, and, uh, and they, um, today marked the yeah, first yeah, day that my state had <laughs> yeah, less cases absolutely. of coronavirus than your state. I'm sure. So you've got more <laughs> active cases than we have, more new cases in a day than we have, and we're in lockdown and you guys are all out partying. Yeah. Not for long, possibly. <laughs> it could all go pear shape for you guys. Hopefully, hopefully not. But uh... yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. 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 Right. <laughs> Yeah. Well, we, we, we had the same problem this week. Yeah. It was on the weekend. It was like 27, 28 degrees down here, 29 yeah. degrees, quite warm. Everyone flocked <laughs> to the beach. It's like, guys, we've been locked down for months and months and months. You go, we're days away <laughs> to which I from said, uh, pos- pos- possibility of at least being able to <laughs> do more. It. And then you go and put everything at risk to have a bit of time in the sun, for God's <laughs> sake, you know. 
And now, who knows, who knows how that could spread. Now, we've seen the US how yeah, there's more cases in the White House right, right now than New Zealand and Vietnam point. combined. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in countries with 120 million people, is more just that's because a few people attended one event and didn't do the right thing. Yeah, <laughs> all these people flock into a beach, and they're the first ones that are going to bleat and moan and scream that their freedoms have been taken away from them if they have to lock down for longer. You know, so as much as as much as yeah, we all want to get out and do something, sort of. Yeah, the last thing we want to do is trigger more. And same with you guys up that's there. That's right. Sure. As Kat says, they'll get complacent and all yeah. of a sudden, bang, you know? <laughs> and uh, it's, mate, it's great. Out here, there's uh, a certain <laughs> ethnic group and that my mate James the and I actually going away to be at its bad. Um, <laughs> now, there were fines <laughs> of $1,682 if you break the rules. <laughs> yeah, that is fine. correct. Well, the government's refused <laughs> to fine them. And and my wife no. is pretty indignant. Why? And I'm going, no, that's perfectly reasonable. Well, yeah, what is there to why? explain? So we'd be fine if we went to the episode, yeah, but we don't have it. Well, I don't have coronavirus. If I went that sort of defeats the purpose of having a touring bike. Um, then I'm an idiot, okay? But if I do have coronavirus, <laughs> yes, it does. I sneakily go around and visit a whole See, bunch of people. See, the thing is that... The- and then I get caught, and I get fine. I'm not going to double my friends. See, in, the trial was all just these a straight people tour, and give them all sixteen hundred eighty-two dollars. Yamaha dollar is classed as a sports. So this this tour. is the theory that they're working on. If and we so, go uh, chastise yeah, this the small quote unquote group, sports nature of that of means that the stock windscreen is minority, shorter. Um, I've actually got the touring windscreen on it, which is taller than the stock windscreen, but the touring windscreen is still not as high as the windscreen on the trial. Look, yeah, you've done a stupid thing, but so, we're going to let you off. But you know well, what? I'm, I'm, I'm getting to. used to it. I mean, I've had a couple of weeks with it now, and I'm just kind of going, We went to that house. It is what it is. And we went to this business, or whatever it may be, <laughs> and there's a far it. better chance. Because <laughs> the fine is, is a deterrent to stop people doing the wrong thing. <laughs> if you've already done the wrong thing, but trying to stop it from going any further is far more important than giving someone a fine. Uh, but of course, yeah. Yeah, the people who do the wrong thing, who aren't sick, are all up and up. Well, oh, you can, but fine too. Yeah. It's, what a tricky thing governments have to do. <laughs> yeah. What a tricky, what a tricky tightrope they've got to walk and balance how they get information versus enough penalties <laughs> to stop people doing stupid stuff. You and, should cre- you should create like, a YouTube channel for this stuff. Uh, <laughs> I wouldn't want it. Realistically, I wouldn't want pretty much any politician's job in this, in this current oh, era. Dear, yeah, dear. It's, it's been uh, been pretty rough. So, how, how, and you're on positive news. How's your bike been? Week two? Oh, that bad? Oh, loving it. He's loving it. It's just, it's just, <laughs> it just, it goes, it goes, it just goes. That's what you want, doesn't it? Right. Oh. I've never heard of the Red Green Show. Yep. Right. Oh, yeah, yep. Like on a Lamborghini, yep. Yeah. (laughs) Does that mean you have to duck down low? What era was this show produced in? Oh, okay. Can you add an extension? (laughs) Yeah, but it's you and a motorbike, dude. (laughs) 
Yeah. Right. Right. Oh, okay. Well, you, know, you can always I don't know, do something that's you know, a little bit more you know, trendy, a little bit more radical, and sort of a bit more edgy. Like put some Mickey Mouse ears on it or something like that. And that will kind of deflect a lot of the air up, you know? And it wouldn't look silly at all, you know? So, sorry, it wouldn't look sillier at all than you already do. Wow. <laughs> wow. Just a, just, a, just a big scoop that sort of curves it all back forwards, and that wouldn't be very good for the fuel wow. climb, you know, would it? Uh, you got, you got some some sleep. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Exactly. Go and buy yourself a 3D printer and experiment with sounds some, a, some sounds shapes a bit like Northern Exposure in a way. You know, you could start a whole new side business, you know? Right, yeah. okay. <laughs> I mean, not well, that I, I ever saw Northern Exposure, it, but I know so everyone raved about it at thing. the time. Right. Oh, that's right, yep, yep. So it ended up as southern exposure. That's what you say. <laughs> went went downhill. <laughs> uh, it must be nice to be able to leave the house. Yeah. Nine hundred k's. So we're allowed to go five k a yeah. day, right? So yeah. what's that? How many days do it? That's what uh, I can calculate right now. How many days it'll take me to do that much distance? But theoretically, you can, yeah, it's right. ten k. You can go five k's there, and five k's back. That's so pretty 10K. scary. There's only ninety days <laughs> to go that distance. Man. Right. Okay. Man, oh man. Anyway. Yeah. Um, where are you going? Well, of course, Dynasty was forty years ago. <laughs> it's pretty frightening. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right. <laughs> Dynasty. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. Tell me you're taking a camera. <laughs> Good. Good. Are you, are you camping or are you like, you know, wussing it? <laughs> It's good, mate. It's great. Loving it. We are this weekend coming. Which is why we're recording on a Monday night instead of a Thursday night. No. But then I thought, oh, it's going to be a bit rough if we skip two, oh, two weeks. So I thought, here, well, if we can record snakes. early yeah. this week, uh, so it gives me, um, you know, the next couple of nights to finish the editing day, and the, the mixing and the, the show notes and, and get it all uh, up uh, on the all, website all, all and ready poisonous, to release automatically on Sunday. And then, you know, I can be on the day. And I thought this is massive, massive redback spider on its egg sack. Uh, sitting there's like, yeah, maybe I won't be cooking that on that tonight. I'll just hey? get a bit, of, a bit of a spray and a bit of space. It's huge. <laughs> just, yeah, a good, a good uh, but I say huge, uh, a <laughs> centimetre and a half, two centimetres, which for a redback is ginormous, and that's also a deadly spider for uh, those. Uh, everything's deadly in Australia. Yeah, your, bar- your, barbecue, um, your barbecue tank blowing up on you is deadly. Yeah, everything's deadly in Australia. But, 
Yeah, so that, 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 was, that was good. The kids were very, very excited to see a red pack. I wasn't, I wasn't quite so thrilled. Yeah. So, enjoy. That's next weekend, is it? Not this weekend. Yeah. Okay. There you go. Oh, it's bloody, bloody Carl Hemmings. <laughs> oh, go on. Yes. Because he said it to me as well. <laughs> really? Oh, Ewan McGregor and Charlie Borman. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I've seen the other three series they've done. Um, so there was there was Long Way Round. Well, I would. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> it, uh, why not? There was Long I'll, Way I'll Round where they went from London says, to New York via Europe and then Alaska and Canada and down to New York. Uh, then they did Long Way Down, yeah. which started at St. John of Groats yeah, in the two, north of Scotland, and they went all the way to Cape Town in South Africa. Um, no, good on you. That's, that's it. I'll be interested. Interest, um, <laughs> this is probably a chance they to did. do a little bit more photography uh, and then than they, the other trip. They did something else. Good. Um, good to get the chance. Yeah. All right, so we're going to talk about So, yeah, so I'm looking forward to this. It's a trouble it's on Apple TV, but uh, I'm sure it'll be on DVD eventually. You got? Blu-ray. So, uh, Nikon. Nikon for our American Yeah, listeners. well, that's the thing. Glenn, Nikon for our American <laughs> Carl sent me the thing only five minutes before we started recording about the Springsteen documentary, which comes out next week. And again, it's going up on Apple Plus. And uh, and he said, oh, made for you. And I said, yeah, mongrels, it's like they are just asking for it to be pirated. I'll watch it the next day on YouTube. Because <laughs> I'm sure someone will pirate it and put it on YouTube. So. Yeah. yeah but remember, maybe. we talked about the F6 not that long yeah, that's ago. Because the they were doing a recall anyway. on it, if you remember. <laughs> Yeah, and and they Mike's were going to replace great. them with brand new ones. I mean, <laughs> it is. Is this, is this why it's John now Fogarty discontinued? Because everything they had laying around. Stopped. Actually, I think it's a John Fogerty album. If I'm not as as um, <laughs> as replacements. Because <laughs> they say they're discontinued. But uh, yeah, I'm pretty maybe sure John Fogerty had an album called Deja Vu all long, over again. But they had leftover stock. And that That's now, <laughs> possibly for that reason, because it was Europe as well that that was mentioned in. It was something to do with one of the chemicals uh, or something. So, yeah, remember. so we're going away this weekend. Like yeah, they've done some chemical change. So we're going to leave yeah, Sydney Saturday like morning and, uh, and we're going to change go to Parks and, uh, via so Goulburn. Part of the about. reason, yeah, because I couldn't imagine they'd be, they'd be actually making them. I'm pretty sure it is. I just probably it wouldn't be economically viable make to fire up to make a whole new batch. Yeah. So, who knows? <laughs> anyway, right. but yeah, that's, that's. But here's the thing: I was thinking about that when I was looking yeah. at like um, Technic have just started making turntables again. Yeah, it is. Yeah, so it's kind yeah. of like you think. Well, you know, all these companies are stopping making film cameras with such a resurgence in film, that's like right. the resurgence of LPs, of vinyl. Uh, that yeah, maybe there's a niche market to come Three back months, into. Yeah, 90, if tech to see enough, vol- enough volume <laughs> interest to warrant making. Um, well, was, I think, I think three months this year or end of last year was the first time <laughs> that vinyls outsold CDs in so, yeah. 30 years or something, you know? Yeah. Okay. Which is, 
I would say not very hard because I don't think many, many people are buying CDs these days. You know, the volume of CDs sales has plummeted to Zippo. But so, to, yeah, you sell six uh, vinyl. You probably you probably cassettes are probably <laughs> right. out selling CDs these days. Yep. Yeah. Who knows? But uh, I mean, I, I bought a CD. I think I bought one CD in the last two right. years. Fantastic. And the only reason for that is because it wasn't Excellent. available on any streaming service. Anymore. I couldn't get access to <laughs> when that. When it comes back, music you let us know. Else. So I had yeah. to buy the CD, even though everything else by that artist was available. <laughs> this one thing wasn't, so I had to go and buy the damn thing. Uh, which, of course, you buy it, you put it on your computer, you put it on electronically, and then you dump the CD to a box or something. <laughs> you're never going to use it again. Did you uh, see my response but, on Facebook? Uh, anyway. So, yeah, so, so interesting to see if... if <laughs> I said, that's, that's just what this podcast needs. Yeah. More cowbell. The what? But it was called the Grand Bounce. <laughs> I said, that's just oh, what this podcast the, needs. Uh, more cowbell. Country of Miracles. Right. Oh. Uh, and I must say, You're kidding worth me. every penny of effort to get You're it. telling me you don't get the reference? But, you have to get um, the reference. Yeah, so, um, <laughs> no. No, this is, this is uh, the lead singer of the biggest band in Canada. Oh, my God. Ever. Are you serious? And all this other stuff's oh, available. Wow. Just this one CD oh, wow. out of his range Everybody. Of Everybody uh, has it, to pay out on Glenn for this. It doesn't make any sense. I mean, literally everything. <laughs> for not else understanding is that, the more <laughs> the more uh, cowbell reference. Yeah. But, uh, Saturday <laughs> Night Live, Christopher Walken. Oh, so I, I got got it by mail playing the role yeah, of Bruce Dickinson, producing Blue Oyster Cult. So, playing, so my point with technics, um, though, my point the, with uh, was, was maybe yeah, Nikon, don't throw um, away the mold. Oh, the name of the know, song? There might be a time That's and place one. where you Thank want you. to start yeah, doing and some, all some through... small volume, yeah, expensive <laughs> rebuilds. I can't believe you've never seen that skit. <coughs> oh, jeez. Oh, that is that is sad. That is really sad. Uh. Okay. <laughs> oh, and they the guys who do the font. Okay. Yeah, sans serif. <coughs> right. Okay. Lies on Mike Pence. Yeah. <laughs> God, how funny, how quickly the meme, memes came out for that. I don't know. <laughs> dear, dear, dear. Way funny. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> I know. Oh, even in the, even the way the right. world is, people are damn funny. You know, you gotta love it. You know. It, uh... 
nós. Right. <laughs> yeah. Ah, <laughs> uh, yep, yep. I cannot believe... Yeah, he does. Yeah. Because there's a new album out next Friday called Letter to You. Yep. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Yep. Yep. So the day the album comes out, the doco comes out on uh, Apple Plus, and he's also doing an appearance on the Graham Norton show. Yeah, so there you go. But, um, yeah, they recorded the entire album in four days. No overdubs. No overdubs. Uh, right? Right. Yep. <clears throat> Wow. <laughs> they they reckon it's the, the first time they've done an album like this since I think it was like The River in yeah. 1980. So, yeah. 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 Whole album's great. Yeah, so it'll be, it'll be good. The first two singles they've released are both corkers, so, yeah. Yeah, everyone playing live, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Yes. Yeah, I know, it's frustrating. That's right, yep. He did. He did. Wow. That's very cool. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, right. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's just... Yeah. Bizarre... You won't even need to look at the... You won't even need to be in the room where the camera is to be on screen talking. Yeah. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Right. Just do audio only. Man. Crazy. Right. That beats those. That beats In, those filters you get on. We, well, yeah, yeah. We've got all the stuff that we had last week. 
yeah, well, we've got to do it again because no one's heard it. Okay. I did. All right. So first up, I had Nikon finally gives up on film. They have discontinued the F6 so SLR. Like that, yeah. Yes, they did. Well, at least in Germany, put it that way. Now, we did mention in our well, first quite. attempt at recording this podcast that maybe there's some correlation well, between this and, they haven't said and the product they recall. Are, they haven't said they're not. That they did. What they said that well, what, six the months name ago, will be used Would it be six for months the ago? time being. And it doesn't look like they licensed the name Olympus when they yeah. bought everything else. They licensed <laughs> things like Zuko and OMD. Uh, and, so, yeah, you know, maybe, sort of maybe there is some correlation there between but not the, main brand yeah, the fact that they did this product Olympus recall because of some of the plastics going. that we used in the construction so of the F6. Yeah, something like that. Um, so maybe it was a case of. Oh, we don't have enough yeah, stock to replace everybody's existing F6, uh, so maybe the problem is they're, they're going to stop making micro I don't know if that is cameras. the story they're going to full frame 35 to this than, cameras. Than just, just to have that, Tristan but, big enough um, to put the name on. Yeah, so they've announced that uh, in Germany at least they are retiring the F6. Right, right, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it's, it's so, yeah, uh, I, we'll I don't think it's a good investment. link in the show notes for anyone that wants to follow up on that. I think the man's buying it, I think it's just... Uh, tax loss, possibly. Really? Uh, you're B, a if you've got to go the effort, you don't not buy the name because the, the name is pretty much half the value. <laughs> Maybe even three quarters of the value is the name. Yeah. Did you did you ever find yeah. it challenging shifting between Canon and Nikon with the you know the focus pull going in the wrong direction yeah, yeah. so that like, whatever bits of technology okay. has actually got any value but i, don't, I yeah, still don't right. think they can make their money back i think it's i don't know how much they paid but it's because you know that it's canon that's backward like yeah. everyone else does it the yeah, other way right. <laughs> yeah. okay he's getting slacker and slacker i've got to say this this podcasting gets shorter and yeah. shorter unless yeah. he pulls his finger out I've seen some dirty photos. For sure, yeah. Really? Right. Right. But but like anything, that's that's something you get used to. Yeah. I don't know what it is that you've. I'd... Yeah. 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 Yeah, of course. I don't know what. I just don't know what it is you find unusual about the menu on the Sony because it seems Damn. like a logical layout to me. Um, and in and in Sony's defence, they've inherited that from Minolta. Like they they haven't changed that menu uh, a whole lot from what M Minolta was doing when they produced 
you know, their handful of digital SLRs before they sold everything to Sony. Um, anyway, there you go. Uh, next thing was uh, an introduction to working with layers in Affinity Photo. Now, I don't suppose for anybody who's used Photoshop that you're yeah, necessarily yeah. going to need instructions on how to work with layers in a different piece of software because if you've used photoshop and you then fired up affinity photo you'd probably go well this is a pretty similar layout and it'd probably all make sense anyway but i thought i'd include it this was on digital photography school dot com and uh, i've got to say if if i could get affinity photo to run on linux i'd be all over it i'd be all over it like a pig in poop. Yep. Um, GIMP is okay, but it just lacks Man. some. No, 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 no. So, so Darktable is like Lightroom. On the, on the it's not like screen, Photoshop. It's, it's not for multi-layered yeah. compositing. Uh, but, yeah. For that, you you go with GIMP uh, or Critter. Um, but like I said, if I could get Affinity so Photo then, on the Linux, I'd be all over it. Yeah. So. Uh, having having used some of the other software from Serif, the company that produces it, <laughs> there you go. Oh, yeah. But but, <laughs> but the, the, again, does that not? Uh, yeah, now I, I can go wholeheartedly attest to the quality of the, the software that those guys produce. I've used some of their desktop publishing stuff in the and past. It, not as far, uh, not as far as I have in, no doubt that Affinity but the Photo process to would make be the image is the particular piece of software in the vein of Photoshop. So therefore, taking the entire day to do an artistic piece is not. Um, uh, next up, NVIDIA has developed thing. neural networks so, I mean, so, that could so, revolutionise yeah, so oh, video streaming. This is basically a different type of, of compression and algorithm and you're not doing for transmitting video. And it seems that in these very early yeah, days and, of and this technology, they're focusing mainly on headshot videos, you know, like Skype calls, Zoom calls, that sort of thing. And basically, the the what day. they've been able to do yeah, is, and, and you would imagine to some degree, a one-off, a each one similar yeah, video quality uh, enough um, as as a nine kilobit per second yeah, so. zoom stream by, but only using point one of a kilobit yeah. per second. On that stream, so it's around about a one hundred x. That's interesting. I mean, it's, it's uh, interesting reduction an in data for the same quality, and the video a, that they've got yeah. on the uh, yeah, the good. page that I'll link to in the show notes. It's, it's a bit like shows yeah, my, my, my the daughters and I were watching comparison of the two technologies with the you know hundred x reduction in everything uh, data being required to be transferred, and, flying, and then it has said, well, no, two videos that are both done. At the point one of a kilobit per second you know, uh, compression yeah, ratio, so that you yeah, see the, the difference between sort of you know today's H two sixty four algorithm versus what this neural network blood. Uh, technology what else? and obviously today's standard video compression just no. does not stand so up to that the sort of data up? reduction she at all so my eldest puppy yeah very Adams. interesting that's right Adams don't think so you're completely exactly. constructed of 
things that don't think, <laughs> yet you think. There you go. So your entire brain more is pipes. made up of non-thinking particles <laughs> yeah. that somehow you can now think with. And, the, and, and so yeah. my nine-year-old I just got glazed over. My thirteen-year-old no, the internet's like, a series of tubes, don't you? Which you kind of visualise the concept of this thing. It's like, oh my god, yes. you know? Elon that's, Musk. Yeah, that's why we're special. Yeah. yeah, that's why humans are. Uh, well, by any thinking thing is 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 quite amazingly unique. <laughs> there you go. So, yeah, so totally off topic. Yes. Just thought, uh, next up. Yes, there you go. Uh, the next up, so JIP is killing off the Olympus brand name as part of the think? new deal. Now, do ad- no, so it's easy to add and think. Oh, yeah. They follow uh, rules. <laughs> they follow behaviour. <laughs> but that's not, that's not them choosing. It's not their choice. See, it was totally worth that's doing That's the rules they have to follow. It's the laws of <laughs> physics that they follow. Yeah, so... Sorry? Well, basically, they're going to continue selling Olympus cameras, but they're not going to have the Olympus brand on them. Um, So this kind of, well, there's speculation that, you know, we've known sort of that JIP well, has a bit of a history be, as being one of these chop shop to, companies. Uh, they buy companies that's that are not, in distress, that's not then chop them up that's and a, sell off the bits and hope to make a profit in the urge. process. It's like, it's, it's a law, what's against following <laughs> a law? Go. You never know your that life. To, to survive, uh, you and so the theory it. is that, you know, but it's not, of all it's the not, things not, not, to have not process that makes secured the rights to, it gets the, the name of the company will seem like a serious omission. Did you just drop you know, from heaven or your right face all of it continue no. producing <laughs> the cameras and has the Olympus name on them? So, so this is why I was never really good at picking up lines. You know, lends a bit of credence to the idea that maybe it is just a a move to so, so, chop so, up so, the company that and sell of off the bits for things whatever they can make think, from you know, it's, it's, so it's, 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 I guess we'll cool concept, have to wait and see. But, um, yeah, maybe if you build yeah. up enough dirt uh, and print and it, it'll start to think. What if it started to talk? What if the face started to talk? So anyway, I've got a couple of things to talk about, and I thought you'd be all over this like a mad cat. I don't know. Well, I think, e. I think JIP Sony is going to have them e as OM Digital yeah. Solutions so Corporation. A series lenses on the that just E-series rolls camera. off the tongue. Oh, <laughs> sexy as. <laughs> oh, really? I'll ignore that then. Mm-hmm. I don't care about that then. <laughs> So why is this? Why is it going? Wow! Look what they've done. They've only been doing it for years. Who cares then? No, you know what they can do. Is they it can maybe just new electronics? Drop it back to just the initials, and then with their model numbers, it'll just be alphabet soup. <laughs> it'll be O M D S C M D O X one. It'll just go on forever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, I don't think so. Uh, and then Adam sent us well, a, a story that I given up quite on the enjoyed, and it was all about this adaptability, guy. Adaptability, at least. Yeah, from Adam. A, an enjoyable story from Adam. And it's about this guy who does wet plate printing. Yeah. But he's using but he had adapters that would basically work from different countries around the world for the pigment. He's very much so making dirty pictures. It's very cool. Uh, and the video goes through the whole process and the finished look is amazing. Uh, I realised that, you know, I'm only seeing it through a compressed YouTube video, but even so, when they do the close-up of the finished print, it looks like a Cibachrome E6 print, or or maybe even better. Um, just has that really nice, glossy finish. Oh, and, and the the other thing that really blew me away about this, about eight and a half minutes into the video, they do a comparison zoomed right into the paper at, you know, sort of macro level to look at the resolution, and they compare it with a 2300 DPI or 2800 yeah, DPI so scan, and this wet plate yeah. print just absolutely has so much more resolution than the 2800 dpi scan and you just yeah. go wow that's phenomenal um, at some point you kind of have to anyway i guess don't you it sort of may it but, yes he, he basically takes him a day to make a print uh, and as we mentioned in our version are, one yeah. of this podcast, uh, the, the beauty of this, this process, is, I guess, uh, is that every bullet print would be using Raspberry Pi cameras because uh, you could not guarantee cool. a perfect uh, guy, replication but, so, every time. So initially, I thought, well, it's a pretty cool way of something doing it a is. bit of home uh, home build stuff. But then I went and followed this this guy's uh, links, followed the links. Well, it's uh, take, taking the photo YouTube printing channel. to art. This guy yeah. does some pretty yeah. damn bloody amazing stuff. So I really enjoyed uh, with, the video. It's only, I think it's only about especially. 10 or 11 minutes long in, in total. No, so, using yeah, lots of you, really high-end stuff as mm. well. But I think he challenged himself to downgrade <laughs> that down to... Um, but he does like you know, women jumping in the air through smoke there kind of shots. But then so what do you got on your list? bullet time, the fact we can spin and look around from every angle kind of thing. It's you talked about it. And it's, 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 it's pretty darn good. <laughs> Uh, so if you want to see some cool shit. Uh, Sony have <laughs> just announced <laughs> the release of the on. fifth um, generation. Yeah. LA does, so does, does bullet time light oh, painting. Oh, no, stuff, it's pretty good. Which is pretty cool. So, um, yeah. Def- <laughs> no, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was from the movie The Matrix. No. <laughs> Never, never let it be said that Glenn doesn't have his finger on the pulse. I don't know why you're so pulse. contrary, Bruce. You're always just so, so contrary. What does it do? Um, what? That's, and the last thing I've got was was really because uh, last week we were talking about the the future of you know, Nikon and Canon or Nikon and Canon, and um, and then this week on Canon yeah. rumors they're talking about the Canon R1 coming out next year. 
Yeah. So uh, an R series version of their one DX, which would be Sony a users are no different to Canon users, who are no different to Nikon this, users. This, this the moment there's something new on the market, there's a bunch the of people lining up going, gimme, 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 take my money. It's a huge step into mirrorless oh, cameras that rubbish. I think would um, it would blow everyone else's high end stuff out of the water. Because those one DXs are just, just, you know, they're tanks. They're just, you know, the, the, the workhorse of the industry. But then I also saw on F-stoppers um, that there's, no, no, sorry, on, on Petapixel, that there's some rumours of a Nikon Z9 to a Nikon, a Nikon Pro version body coming out next year as well. So all of a sudden, there's going to be some some serious competition in this mirrorless in the high end, which has never really existed before. That's a, a market that's been sort of yeah le- left back to full frame. Yeah. You Uh, in an A series as okay. well, or an E series version? Finished. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah, so <laughs> I was trying to think. But so what we're potentially looking at is three yeah. amazing <laughs> high end. Uh, yeah, so anyway, all, all it does. in one year. Um, that'd be pretty cool. <laughs> well, as far as I knew, they were. Yeah. So yeah. Well, don't they? Yeah. I haven't actually looked for a long time, but it's, I'm, I, I wouldn't be surprised. Cool. Yeah. But, um, yep. yeah, but that, that's, 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 that could lead for a pretty interesting year next year if if, uh, if all these three things hit within a reasonable period of time for each other. Uh, it'd be interesting to see if uh, Photo right. ends up happening next year. I'm not sure if it's already been an announcement that it is or isn't happening. But if they sort of... They change... It was every right. year, but they changed it every every year, and this year was the first year they okay. cancelled. I'll have to go and check out his Instagram. So whether it even ever gets up again, who knows? But um, yeah, it'll be interesting <laughs> to see if that uh, if that comes <laughs> to fruition or not. <laughs> we have good time, good time for them all to Bad. at least be showcasing what it can do, even if it's not necessarily releasing it, but showcasing them. So right. And that's the thing, and that gives us some hope that yeah, Nikon's got yep. some bold plans still going forward, and, and, and Sony maybe will the have money to as well do it, which is good. Yeah, yeah. Canon, as we knew, was, was so dominant, and if the, in the figures as we were talking about last week, uh, and this will only further stop people you know, transferring out of Canon. You would imagine that hold off. If someone's thinking right now of getting out of Canon to go to Sony or whatever, they may say, oh, hang on a sec, this R1 could be something pretty darn special. I'll hold off a year, you know? They'll, and they, that gives them some breathing time to, to keep building upon the products right. that they're developing. Yeah. They've got a whole <laughs> series, of, a whole bunch of lenses apparently due to be announced for next year. Yeah. The R series, which are yeah, some, some, some pretty specialised lenses. So um, they're obviously going gangbusters for it. So, yeah, yeah. So that, that was... Yeah, yeah. Well, it depends on the volume of work you do. Yeah, I think it's really the thing. I mean, it's it's either going to be the 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 rich. <coughs> Excuse me. Don't discount the wealthy people who want to use the most expensive stuff. You know, and don't 
discount the yeah. rabid. I don't Japanese know what Nikon Chinese body it was, but the a guy I worked with uh, when I was still at the Australian Radio and Network, have a lot of he had income, one of the so top-end Nikon bodies, a, a fair and portion of, if of he their, shot their, raw, yeah, market of those he could then is not going to go drums. back to it's the to, captured uh, image yeah, incredibly keen in camera, um, alter the yeah, white but, balance, but so and then generate a new JPEG in camera with the altered white balance of the raw So all your wildlife guys, all your safari type guys, all your or cameras, you say, or your you journalists, know. yeah, what, how, how many of those are actually left? Yeah, well, for, photo journalists, however many of those are left, those I was, I was sort of clarifying, you know, uh, but there are, there are still dedicated, you know, people out there shooting, um, yeah. Then, then think about stuff like police forces, yep, think about police forces, think about military forces, photographers that they buy, they buy in this stuff, the high end stuff. So, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking there's still a market for it. Yeah, um, and I don't think it's necessarily changed. Yeah. It's in mm. who was using it, but maybe yeah. the shift has gone to them. There might be more of those keen amateurs with lots of money. I was talking about totally uh, the higher volume totally. versus the lesser volume um, for the. And I have been meaning users. to mention to you for over but, for um, over a obviously, month. Obviously, and remember, and we <laughs> yes. always knew that was the trickle down. They build these I things and that technology your trickles down to when Kath and I went on our two-week yeah, road trip. Uh, it, it seemed to have been for the last few years to leave the vertical hop, grip uh, haphazardly releasing models all over the shop, yeah, mid-range, low-range, <laughs> mid-range, but not really <laughs> developing much high-end It was your challenge and you bored with it. So. <laughs> it'll, be, it'll be interesting to see what uh, comes because out. Because we were talking yeah. about and are they just you know, you said, stuff that you know, you really should have just bought the camera and not worried about the vertical grip until you absolutely felt the compulsion yeah. to have it. So, interesting um, time. So that, 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 and that and so you hope. suggested that yeah, I should hope that, you know, you know, leave that, that the vertical grip at home and try shooting without it for a while and see how I felt. Not a bad thing So I thought, okay, I'll do that. I will leave the vertical grip at home and we went off on a two-week road trip and I did not have it So the average IQ of the family is going to go up? I did not. Uh, after that, yeah, well, yeah. But I didn't uh, shoot a whole lot of children portrait orientation months, shots can, uh, either. And this time I'm actually um, quietly so, confident they're going to stay back at I've school. I've not Last put it back I, on the camera yeah, since no way I got home. The sports, were they going uh, to be at school and anymore? Than a couple of weeks. I still haven't shot so many portrait exactly orientation uh, so shots. This time but I've got hope. Uh, but I must say, I've kind of got used to the feel of the camera without it. So for our North American listeners, our school year ends about December 20, give or take. Um, and that's when they have their long summer break of yeah, six or eight weeks. They were yeah. not even took them out. I mean, if I was going to do a shoot with a model where I thought I'd be shooting speaks. a lot of frames in portrait orientation, funny enough, I think I'd probably would did, prefer to have it the on education there, they're getting in the public uh, just school, just for the stability aspect and the support they get um, in the public schools. I think and for the respect they get everyday the shooting, the type of so stuff that I do more often than not, and save us twenty five thousand a year. Yeah. So, uh, I've been meaning yes, to tell you that every episode we've done yeah, since we came back from our holidays. They're social groups. I'm hoping to. I will certainly be taking the camera with me. Yeah, she, got I just don't know how much time I'm going to have for stopping and you know, taking shots. And, and questioning is interested. Is certainly the, uh, the, the hope is that I will get to take some shots whilst we're out. Yeah, so, yeah. And she was never supportive of that sort of stuff at the previous school. As much as we demanded they do. So, you know, as with any school, if you think, if they're not doing what you want them to do for your kids, <laughs> you're right. going to find alternate ways of doing it, you know? 
So yeah, so, we'll do well, so anyway, that's yep. um, yep. yeah, middle of October. So that's six or seven weeks yep. of potentially back at school. I reckon that, that'll be okay. <laughs> I reckon there might For have sure. a chance. So hey, we'll do. All right, bye. Well, what? I, yeah, I'd like to say it's been a pleasure. My wife just recorded the second right, episode of the next podcast week. tonight. Bye. And oh, I don't know. Oh. She's, she's, I don't know, it's wine and <laughs> she drinks wine and talks. Uh, I just talk and don't drink wine. That's what's worrying me. It's, it's with, if, yeah, I think they've only got three listeners. Same second episode. Yeah, they're 50% of our market share already. <laughs> It's only bad enough she's the breadwinner in the in the family, you know, without her being the podcast king. <laughs> so we need to we need to do a a, a a massive advertising campaign and see if we get the double digits. Yeah. Okay. So for, so next week's everyone next week is a listener bring a listener campaign. So it's your job, all seven of you, to uh, get one other listener listening. Let's see if we can you know, get fifty percent of those people to actually do it. That'll get us into ten point five average. And there we go. We've, yeah, and I'll tell you, there's not many podcasts that was after going for fifteen years within the space of a week increase their listenership by fifty percent. You know, that'd be a, a fair marketing coup in and of itself. So, mem- member, get member next week, everybody. Yeah, get thinking. Yeah, I shall. Bye, everybody. <laughs>